Before today's episode starts, let me tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor already, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, Anchor is a free app to download and there are loads of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to many different apps like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and many more. And the great thing about Anchor is that you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Don't be the one who misses out. With that being said, let's talk TV theory. Hey everyone, welcome to Theory Thursday, my weekly podcast where I theorise the different scenarios and possibilities of many films, movies and TV shows. In this episode, I'll be saying what I think could have happened in episode 1, The Phantom Menace of the Star Wars Trilogy. And a what if, if Qui-Gon Jinn survived and defeated Darth Maul. This is how I think episode 1 could have ended up in, and let's continue. As we know, in episode 1, Qui-Gon Jinn dies. Now, Qui-Gon Jinn is one of my favourite Jedi characters, and a fun fact is that Palpatine feared Qui-Gon Jinn for a very long time, hence why he sent Darth Maul to assassinate both Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And, of course, he succeeds in a way where he kills Qui-Gon Jinn, Palpatine's most biggest fear, or his only fear in the galaxy. But what if Qui-Gon Jinn won and he survived? Or what if Obi-Wan Kenobi lost? Well, here's how I think it would happen. And it starts off the same, where Darth Maul suddenly appears, and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn are ready to fight. As they fight, going through the corridors with the ray doors blocking their way, this time Qui-Gon Jinn is stuck behind, and Obi-Wan's Kenobi eagerness to defeat the Sith becomes the worst of him. As they are dueling, because of Obi-Wan Kenobi's eagerness and hatred towards the Sith, he is caught off guard when Darth Maul uses the force to smash him against the wall, smashing his back, almost breaking all his bones in his spine. This heavily weakens Obi-Wan Kenobi. But still, so eager to defeat Maul, he runs up at him, but in his anger and hatred, he leaves his body open, similar to what Qui-Gon Jinn did in the original movie. Finally, the doors would open, and Qui-Gon Jinn would jump in to aid Obi-Wan Kenobi in his battle against Maul. As both Jedi are fighting Maul from either side, Maul does a cartwheel, and as his feet are in the air, hands near the ground, spins his lightsaber, cutting off Obi-Wan Kenobi's legs, as what Obi-Wan Kenobi did to Maul in the original movie. As Obi-Wan Kenobi lies on the floor, screaming in pain, Qui-Gon Jinn would scream, no, in sadness as depression, as yet another one of his padawans has fallen. However, Qui-Gon Jinn would feel not rage nor hatred, as Qui-Gon Jinn would pinpoint the weak spot of Maul, the hilt on his lightsaber, cutting it in half and flinging one of the halves onto the other side of the room, Maul would be left defenceless as was forced to use a different form of lightsaber styles. However, 
Sith Lord Palpatine had trained Maul in a way that he would know all seven forms of combat. So this wouldn't be a problem for Maul. However, he was now outpowered by Qui-Gon. Maul would try to take the finishing blow as trying to behead Qui-Gon. However, Qui-Gon's speed and agility was a bit too strong and fast. Qui-Gon would duck, cut off Maul's legs and Maul had done to Obi-Wan and used the force to put him down the hole or the pit as originally happened in the movie. As Maul would fall down the pit, we would hear a scream of pain, but not from Maul, but from Obi-Wan, as he seems to look like he's dying, or dies. Qui-Gon would immediately come to Obi-Wan's side, and sit by his side until death. However, he didn't die. He passed out, and would later turn to the dark side in his hatred and anger, as his master wasn't there to save him. Qui-Gon would pick Obi-Wan Kenobi up and sprint down the halls into the ships where Padme Amidala and her crew are still fighting the droid army. Getting on ship back to Coruscant, he is immediately put under surgery and tried to be healed and put back together with mechanical legs like Darth Maul and Darth Vader. However, Qui-Gon Jinn would feel not ashamed of himself as this has happened many times before. And later that night, where Obi-Wan Kenobi is still in the hospital, having surgery on his legs, he would engulf himself in the dark side and run away, become the Sith Lord, Darth Vader, replacing Anakin's destiny in years to come, with the father figure of Qui-Gon Jinn to aid Anakin Skywalker which is what Anakin Skywalker sorely needed, as as a child, he didn't have the father figure of Obi-Wan. And we can see a special bond between Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Qui-Gon Jinn at the very start of The Phantom Menace. Years would go by, and Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin Skywalker would be in the Jedi Temple. Even more specifically, the High Jedi Council, but yet not members. Well, Anakin wouldn't be a member yet, as Master Yoda would inform Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin that Qui-Gon Jinn's former Padawan has turned to the dark side, and that are on the junk planet that Maul has fallen down to, so now the rule of three had been abandoned and they were searching for Maul to create more power and more evil to the galaxy. Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin would immediately go to where they were. Like Obi-Wan, Anakin is eager to defeat the Sith and fulfil his destiny of the Chosen One, but at this time, Anakin would be a Padawan, the same age as Obi-Wan Kenobi when he fell and turned to the dark side. As they arrive at the junk planet, they hear a rustling from all around them, travelling so fast that they couldn't tell where it was coming from, and then suddenly they hear the ignition of a lightsaber, then another then two more, all of them red. They turn around and see Obi-Wan Kenobi, but now a Sith Lord, and a cloaked figure, and this would be Palpatine, however, they wouldn't know this yet. And then, of course, there would be more, with the metal legs of a spider. 
In Moles and Overworn's hatred, they immediately dart, blindness of Anakin's superior strategic powers. Anakin would jump in the air, immediately disarming Obi-Wan, but with Obi-Wan's new Sith powers would force choke him as he is in the air, slamming him to the ground. Grabbing his lightsaber, he tries to do the finishing blow, with Qui-Gon there to protect Anakin, and Obi-Wan would say, Ah, yes, I see. You protect this measly little child, but you never protect me. The Jedi Order has been corrupt with political downfall. Qui-Gon, helping Anakin up, they ignite their lightsabers once again, turning around to see Maul sprinting towards them with his spider legs and the clanking of metal against the wall of the jungle. Qui-Gon Jinn would be able to disarm one of the legs or cut it off, but then to be kicked with one of the other seven. Now, unlike Obi-Wan, Anakin would see the peace within him. Because of the father figure Qui-Gon Jinn and his unique teachings from Obi-Wan, he would see peace and his eagerness would slowly descend into peace. Obi-Wan would scream in hatred as he sprinted towards Qui-Gon, not caring about Anakin. In this situation, Obi-Wan's enemy was Qui-Gon Jinn, his former master who let him to die and fall to the dark side. Obi-Wan Kenobi would slice a huge gash in Qui-Gon Jinn's leg, stopping him from walking for a long amount of time. During the battle, we would hear a laugh from Palpatine, where most people would think that Palpatine is no longer there, as he would see Anakin Skywalker in a duel with Maul and Obi-Wan Kenobi, seeming to be winning with his superior and peaceful statistics and stretches. Anakin would disarm Obi-Wan Kenobi once again, catching his lightsaber in the air, putting the two lightsabers up against his neck. Maul would yet be there, behind him, managing to get a hit on Anakin. However, Anakin is too fast and too powerful and managed to block the strike. Qui-Gon Jinn would then come back, taking off three of Maul's legs, causing him to collapse to the floor. Anakin would have the two lightsabers in a scissor shape against Obi-Wan Kenobi's necks, while Qui-Gon Jinn force pushes Darth Maul almost a hundred meters behind. Once again we'd hear Palpatine laugh, and Anakin would have a look of hatred on his face towards the Sith Lord, as Palpatine would say, do it. Anakin would grin and do a little chuckle, as he would say to Palpatine, screw you. As we would hear a scream of pain of Darth Maul in the distance, the ship would then land with Jedi Master Mace Windu, Jedi Master Yoda, in a Republic gunship, with a, th- with a few clones, arresting Obi-Wan Kenobi, and attempted to capture Palpatine. However, they would fail, and Palpatine would get away, though Yoda and Mace Windu would put up a fight. Back at Curuson, Obi-Wan Kenobi is in his prison cell, as Yoda, Qui-Gon Jinn, and Mace Windu attempt to turn him back to the light side. Then Obi-Wan Kenobi would open his eyes, and only he would hear the laugh of Palpatine. And Obi-Wan Kenobi would grin and chuckle. Well everyone, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and how I think The Phantom Menace could have went. 
or how I think I would have liked it if it went that specific way. What if Obi-Wan went to the dark side? And what if Qui-Gon Jinn did train Anakin, preventing Anakin from joining the dark side, or yet delaying it by a huge number of years? I know there's no possible way of this actually being in the movies, however, what if it was? What if the storyline was changed just because Qui-Gon Jinn didn't die in episode 1? The whole storyline would change. Now I'm not saying The Phantom Menace is a bad movie, or George Lucas is a bad director, but these what if questions have been in my mind for a long time, and if I'm honest I can't wait for part 2. If you enjoyed this podcast, tune in every Thursday for Theory Thursday, where I theorise the possibilities and scenarios of many different movies, TV shows and cinematic universes. And again, there will be a part 2 to this episode next week on Thursday for Theory Thursday. Thanks for listening and have a great day.